the commercial banks in China have opened the renminbi window savings accounts so people can transfer to bank-held gold accounts. Okay, good morning, everyone. I'm Vince Lancey. It is 8.34 Monday morning. I wanted to go through the normal, what's apparently apparently becoming the normal routine, and that would be um, a rundown of the markets, some technical stuff, and some news, and I had some news lined up. But at 3 a.m., I got a, an alert uh, on a tweet that I was looking for, something like this, and it spun into an hour and a half conversation. And the questions that were, a Twitter conversation, the questions that were asked are probably questions that you're all going to have in some shape or form uh, going through the news today and over the next two weeks as the mainstream media, lamestream media, however you want to call it, uh, picks up on it. So I'm going to give you the answer key now. And from there, you can develop your own opinions, but this is what's going on. All right, so what we're going to talk about today is uh, we're going to have an update on the remonetization of gold and what it means to silver. China's latest gold move occurred this evening, this past evening. Jamie Dimon's trip to China, coincidence or not, and why gold has become a headline grabber in the mainstream media press. We'll touch on that. And finally, I would like to put an end although we'll continue talking about it, put an end to the silver in the vault debate. Uh, what is and what isn't available? Um, uh, worth talking about for a second, give you some perspective. All right, so let's start. You see there on the left, at 3 a.m., some important news hit the tape. This is what hit the tape in synopsis. The commercial banks in China have opened the renminbi window savings accounts so people can transfer to bank-held gold accounts. So if you have a gold account at a bank, you store it there, and you have a savings account at the bank, the banks are state-controlled, basically. They now have permitted the linking. That's the first thing. You can now buy physical gold digitally. You don't even have to, uh, I'm not saying that this is good. We could judge it later on, but this is what's going on, right? People can now use their gold bullion account as a savings account, they're connected digitally. Now, commercial banks do not do this without express approval from the PBOC. China is using capital controls to make its people buy more gold. This is me getting into the reasons behind it. But here's a quote from me paraphrasing Zoltan two months ago. Banks have been using, JP Morgan, have been using rehypothecation, selling futures for metal they don't have for decades fearlessly with approval of global governments who in turn promised them gold would never be used as a settlement medium again. It would never have a practical use. Now, silver will always be a settlement medium. We need to get it to be a store of value in the central banker's mind again. We'll come to that in a second. So a settlement medium, it's a store of value. We're talking about gold here, right? It's a store of value, but you need it to actually be used for transfer as opposed to a parking spot. Which brings us to point two. What exactly was said in the press release? Recently, some investors received a text message from the Bank of Communications introducing a precious metal wallet business of the bank. 
A new way to invest in gold. Precious metal wallets start at one gram and accumulate a lot. T plus zero transactions are easy and convenient. No time, instantaneous. Blockchain. And there are various types of physical objects. These may not be blockchain yet, but because the money's already there. There are various types of physical objects. Log into the Bank of Communications app homepage and blah, blah, blah. All right, so let's go to the next one. It is understood that the precious metal wallet of the Bank of Communications covers gold transaction-based services such as accumulation, trading, and conversion. On May 7th, a reporter from the Beijing Business Daily consulted the customer service personnel of the Bank of Communications, et cetera, et cetera. All right. The precious in the red rectangle, the precious metal shares held by customers provide a conversion value added service. You can use it as margin. It's money. Investors can convert precious metal shares into physical precious metals products, precious metal investment products, and other related products within a specified time, such as jewelry, bars, et cetera, et cetera. A reporter from Beijing Business Daily found that in June of 22, the Bank of Communications had announced that it would upgrade its regular gold investment business to a precious metal wallet business, something I was aware of, and that's where I started with. You'll find out what I was saying later on. The account will be changed to real time. That doesn't necessarily mean it's blockchain yet, but it doesn't matter. It's happening. If the money's there, if your money's already in the savings account, boom, you can buy gold with it in real time. Let's skip the next part. At present, next rectangle, precious metal wallets mainly contain two types of products. Demand gold for real-time transactions, buy an ounce, buy a gram, and fixed-term fixed deposits. Among them, Demand gold is the most popular product. Fixed term fixed deposits are, I'm not exactly sure, but they're probably um, um, like dollar cost averaging. And they're key because in the future, gold will be tied to bonds. That's all, I, that's all I'm gonna say right now. Among them, demand gold is the most popular product. The product is sold for one gram and supports fixed investment. It mainly relies on the rise of gold to obtain income, according to the gold price of spot. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Next page. Accumulation of precious metals. So here's your sales pitch, right? Here's this is why gold's important. This is the explanation. This is them explaining uh, uh, why gold's a good investment. By 2023, due to multiple factors intertwined, it's actually well written. The global risk aversion sentiment has heated up, and the price of gold has repeatedly surged. The most recent round occurred on May 4th, which, by the way, was when Shanghai reopened. This is marketing. London spot gold price soared to 2079.37, breaking through the highest point per ounce since August 2020. However, the price of gold. So this is the, we're giving you a little tape running there. This is, and then they're, they're going to explain a little bit why it's doing what it's doing, which is fine. Next question. What is China doing? Now, I'm not going to get into the details of it now, uh, but I have gotten into the details of it. Before, I'm going to unlock this post for Arcadia economics people. Why is China hoarding gold again? The reason is China may be taking gold public. I wrote this in January. I've been watching it for years, but this will explain the reason for it. Gold's buying, China's buying a lot of gold, right? Why are they buying? Well, there's all the reasons to buy it. And here's the fifth reason. All right, we're not going to do that now, but I suggest you read that if you want more background. All right. Ultimately, why is China doing it? 
because gold is going to be tied to their CBDC. Again, quoting uh, the article, the traditional way of storing gold has poor liquidity. There, by the way, they're dissing COMEX right here. Traditional way of storing gold has poor liquidity and is not easy to realize. So it's not easy to use. Linking, this is marketing too. Linking the savings account in China with the gold savings account can be realized at any time, which is convenient to use. At the same time, the value of the value is stored in the gold account, which has the function of hedging. It also means they can sell futures. Jamie Diamond probably likes that. The gold account can extract physical gold, which is completely different from the paper gold of COMEX. Okay, that's it. In this statement, they're saying retail will buy gold, retail will be able to trade around the position, and COMEX is dead. That's what they're saying. All right. Next, what will the effects be and why? Someone asked me that. Here's the effects. If you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, there it is. That's a straw, you see. Watch it. And my straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Xi has gold and wants more. US has gold and Xi wants access to it. The straw is blockchain, the electronic accounts. You know who's going to insert that straw? A Western bank, JP Morgan. So China, and I'll get more into this in a little bit. China wants access to gold outside of China to be brought in. And, but they don't want to open their market so their stuff goes out. So what they need is they need a one-way filter. And they're going to do that with any bank that'll do business with them. That's what's going on. All right. So Jamie Dimon is visiting China. Not a coincidence. I'll show you what I mean. Jamie Dimon, this is a joke I wrote there, right? Now, Jamie Dimon is reportedly making his first mainland visit to China in four years. Now, as he's making the visit, China makes this announcement. That's not a coincidence. Don't let anyone tell you that's a coincidence. The state that's hosting the capitalist company wants to show that they can deliver what they're saying. Jamie Dimon is there to facilitate China becoming a dominant player in gold to make money. Okay, next statement. So this is an explanation of why Jamie Dimon is visiting China. One reason. Here we go. It's going to be there for many reasons. But one of the reasons on the agenda has to be gold. China has gold. The West has gold. China has a very strong, well-developed internal network in China that they probably have also developed across the BRICS in some way. Now, if you think about how China, how the BRICS have been operating, it's been China has ring-fenced their population to make it easier for them to buy gold and keep it in China. SAFE does that. The PBOC does that. The BRICS, the rest of the BRICS, they're tying themselves to China. 
So China is the vault. China is the gold vault, right? And their Chinese people will also be buyers of gold. So China owns gold through its people, that whole story. The other countries will say they're going to trade other currencies, but they're really trading the yuan. And the yuan is backed by gold. And so China is the vault for all the bricks. Why is Jamie Dimon there? He's a bank. This is how banks operate. Banks are like, you have your network. You have your well-developed network. It's a new marketplace for him. So he wants to go in there and he's going to say many things. He can offer many services. One of the services will be our experience, our know-how. Tactically, we're going to make you money because we'll help you buy and sell at better prices. That's the first thing. The second thing, they'll say, well, you want more gold? I am the gatekeeper to the West's gold. And there you have it. He's going to hold the straw and other Western banks that are going to uh, remove uh, gold. Okay, so it's not a coincidence. What about silver? Silver is going, I can't tell you how good this is for silver. You're waiting for it to happen in the price, then just log off. Waiting for it to happen today, log off. It doesn't matter. There's less gold in the world. There's only silver left. People are going to buy silver because they can't get gold, which is on top of the fact that silver is better. How do I know this? Because I wrote about it in 2017. When China confiscates gold, get silver like JP Morgan. What does that mean? It means China is encouraging its people to buy gold in an electronic account that the Chinese state owns. What do you think is going to happen if they need that gold? That's how you confiscate it. China will confiscate gold from its citizens if it ever needs it. You need silver. Who's long silver? JP Morgan. Who's short silver contracts? JP Morgan. Who could care less about the COMEX? JP Morgan. The plan is to make money if you're a bank, okay? This is what's going to happen. All this gold in China, I'll show you. See this gold in China? It doesn't leave. It doesn't leave. They have a one-way system. And that's why you want to own silver. This is a big, big thing I did on, uh, uh, on, on confiscation. So buy silver now. It won't be confiscated, but it will be hoarded. JP Morgan owns more than any other firm on earth. Through subsidiaries, Morgan owns or controls between, this is like five years ago, between approximately 432 million and 582 million ounces of silver. Estimated value of physical silver and silver mining shares is well over $11 billion now, okay? When gold rallies, do you think silver will be left behind? No, it can't be. Which brings us to the COMEX vault. Okay, here's how we can do this. The COMEX vault, how many ounces are in there? 30, 50, 60, 80, who cares? There's no silver in the COMEX vault. There's no silver in the COMEX vault if you wanna take delivery of a significant amount. They're protecting it. That silver is spoken for. I've been thinking about an analogy to describe this. So I'll just speak to the people, mostly men, that drink from the milk cart or the orange juice container. Drink it, and there's a little bit left, right? Here, 
I pulled this out. I had one of these last night. See that? That's the Comex silver that's left. There's no, this stuff, this stuff sucks, by the way. That's the Comex silver that's left. There's no more silver in the vault. The reason that this is in here is so I can put it back in the refrigerator and say to my wife, it's not empty. Because when it's empty, you got to throw it out. And when the Comex vault is empty, it gets thrown out. There's no silver in the Comex vault. It's a pacifier to make people not panic. If you need there to be no silver left in the vault, then you're not going to make it. So I'm going to wrap this up with, with, this, with something that, that, that'll make you understand a little bit better about this. The higher gold goes in price, the more it goes up. Because if you're a central bank and you can store a billion dollars in wealth, let's say in this space, and all of a sudden overnight, it becomes $2 billion in wealth, your savings space gets cut in half. Your, you can accumulate more. You, it becomes a, a Veblen good. Now, why does that matter to silver? Because a silver coin is worth $25, $35. Who the hell knows anymore, right? Call it $30, right? What happens if silver doubles for $60? Now you're holding $60, right? When silver gets to $1,000, and it will, when silver gets to $1,000, central banks will start to own it. Now, do we have to wait for getting central, central banks to own it at $1,000? No, they're going to own it through sovereign wealth funds. Everyone's buying silver. There's no fucking silver left. The next supply of silver that will come online will be scrap when silver's trading above $50. And then nothing. That's it. All right, so that's it. That's, that's it. That's what happened at 3 a.m. in the morning. Now you're prepped better than the world, I hope. Um, and when the news starts covering this, you'll be prepared for it. So I'm Vince for Chris Marcus and Arcadia uh, Economics. Have a great day. Thank you very much for listening.